Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. This is the special Married People Edition Session 2, Wholehearted, and that's a mouthful. My name is Sean Stover. I'm excited to get to hang out here with some of my great friends and my beautiful wife. So, Christina Stover, welcome this morning. Great. Thanks for having me. we got Jose and Taylor Abaroa as well. Good morning, guys. Good to be here. We are digging into this concept a little deeper of what it would look like to live wholeheartedly in your marriage. We did session one last week and we talked about taking good care of yourself and showing up ready and healthy in this peace cycle that comes out of that. And this week we actually went to the dark side and we looked at what the enemy does to try to throw us off of that because he doesn't want to see whole healthy people walking in truth and gushing Mm -hmm. with their gifts and talents and blessing the people around them so he thwarts that plan and he comes at us with this crazy little four-letter word fear Mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know just any observations from you guys as you've been through this material with us a few times now yeah, what do you, what's your takeaway this time? Well, I think it's important to point out the verse, John 10, 10, where it says God has come to give us life to the mm-hmm. full, but the enemy comes to rob, kill, and destroy. And that's mm-hmm. what he's trying to do. People that are trying to live wholehearted, and then the enemy's like, wait a minute, when they live wholehearted, mm-hmm. they change lives, and the Lord is glorified, so how can we take them out? And the first step usually is yourself and then your marriage, and I think... That was why I really love that we started with the truths and the strengths and the peace cycle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and say, and here's what God created it to be. And then mm-hmm. now we, because we always love to quote John 10, 10, the first part, yeah. <laughs> that God yeah. comes to give us life to the full. So that's great. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. But then another aspect of that is the thief comes to rob, kill, and destroy. And on top of that, I think of Jesus in Matthew, I think it's 19 when he's talking about marriage and mm-hmm. he says, what God has brought together, let no man separate. And that includes us in our marriage. We can let Absolutely. our stuff separate us. We can let fear. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I wrote down. It was very powerful, Sean, when you were talking about the fall and uh, you said that after the fall, after Adam and Eve ate of the tree, the first thing they did was cover up and then mm-hmm. they hid. And then they blamed each other and then they were afraid. So fear entered the picture Mm -hmm. and that, that little sequence is played out, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. in, in, in conflict in marriage. And so calling that out, almost normalizing this, like, look, (laughs) this was, this was the first couple. This was the first marriage. And then every marriage after that struggles with this. So let's call Mm -hmm. it out and then let's be equipped. So, um, this is the session I'm grateful for last session and I'm looking forward to the next session, (laughs) but this was the session that really changed the game for us when we did this with you guys last year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say this has been very transformational in our, how we do conflict, how we try to honor each other in conflict. Cause you're going to have conflict it's you're in a relationship yeah. and versus responding versus reaction. And that's something that I've learned very well through Sean is he really sits and tries to listen and have a response instead of a reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so much of conflict continues and it escalates and it builds because it's unknown. And so simply by taking these different terms and naming them, it's helpful in understanding what's happening in the moment. And it brings you out of the intensity of a moment to have a little different perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's so great the way you guys have been applying that. I've been watching you, Taylor and Jose, apply it in your marriage. Christina and I have been trying to. I think for me, the first thing that happens if people are out there hearing these terms and putting words on it for the first time, 
I think the thing I remember bumping into early on was just, it, it just felt lonely though. It was like, all right, I know what, I, I'm starting to understand what my stuff is and how I interact with people. I'm not happy about how I interact with people. But now the first thing you're telling me is, so I got to just take this home with me and do something like me and God have to do something with this. Like, no, I want Christina to do something with yeah. this. Like I want her to care about what's going on inside of me. And I want her to change what she's doing so that I can be okay. And that's why that first step on the page that you know, how do you do, what do you do to get out of this is that you got to understand what you can control mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you can mm -hmm. only control your half of the equation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even as I say that still today, I just feel moments where we've been in conflict and I've walked away going, all right, I got to control. I can only control my side. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yet I just feel really lonely in that almost or helpless in that sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys experience that. Absolutely. I think that's, it's in those moments that I wonder how, how do people do marriage without Jesus? Yeah. Because that's the game changer here. If you are only, if you only have each other, then it really is up to you to solve it. But if, if you have Jesus, other people call it, you know, your inner strength or I need to know myself. But, but when we know the truth, capital T truth, then we have somebody else to go through process with, we get his truth for us. What we talked about last week, mm -hmm. the strengths and, and, and the gifts that he's given us, uh, our desires desires and and then we can be vulnerable with with our spouse and um for me you guys have taught me this that's the difference between taylor completing me to taylor complimenting me yeah. only jesus yeah. completes me taylor compliments me it's a big one i love that yeah. thank and, goodness and we're so, and we're so different you know? us to me to complete you that wouldn't turn out very well <laughs> no, it's not, yeah, it hasn't <laughs> well but people and do it so much and they yeah. it's just this idea of if I love him well mm. enough, if I give him what he wants well most, then he won't hurt me. And that's so far from it. We are such imperfect people mm -hmm. and we're going to fail. And so if we continue to put that responsibility on someone else, man, we are going to get hurt mm -hmm. daily, yeah. several times, right? Yeah. And really when we kind of flip that a little bit and we look inside and, hey, what is what are the things that are my personal responsibility to pick up and own here? It's amazing how that changes how we're looking at conflict and how we're perceiving fear and a threat or something that is causing a rise inside of us. Mm -hmm. I think a big one for me was we went to, through a marriage intensive about two years ago. And when I finally had care and compassion upon the nine-year-old mm -hmm. boy that I saw, Sean, mm -hmm. when I really was like, I've had nine-year-old boys. Why can't I? see this in my own husband but finally mm. when i saw with jesus eyes mm. the helplessness and the rejection he felt as a nine or ten year old boy then my care and compassion was so different yeah. towards him mm. now i don't do it great every time in conflict but it's getting better mm. Mm -hmm. that's a great and that's where we're going to head next week is that idea that instead of trying to fix or solve your spouse, you can just show care and compassion and that alone mm -hmm. is healing. So mm -hmm. when you get this concept of personal responsibility down where you understand what you can control and what your role is with your spouse, I think Galatians six, two through five are some really powerful verses for me in this idea of making sense of where our responsibility starts and stops. And mm -hmm. six, two says, carry one another's burdens. And in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. That's a big deal. Like I, I want in my marriage to yeah. carry Christina's burdens and the, in the mm -hmm. word, the translation for burden, there is literally a weight that's too much for a person to carry on their own. So mm -hmm. there are things she has going on that are too much. And, and I'm as her helpmate should come along. 
and say, well, that sounds like the opposite of what y'all were just saying about personal responsibility, but it doesn't stop there. It says uh, in verse four, each one should test their own actions. They can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to <laughs> someone else. And then verse five says this, for each one should carry their own load. Mm -hmm. It's like, what in the world is Paul doing? He just directly <laughs> contradicted himself. But the word load in verse five is literally translated a weight that is yours and you're capable yeah. of handling. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what we sometimes do is we want our fears to be our burden that somebody else should take. Right. When in mm -hmm. reality, it's our load. It's, our own. it's what the enemy's done to our heart. And it's mm -hmm. what only God can minister to in our heart. Mm -hmm. And so that... I'm with you, Jose. How you do it without Christ? I don't know. I don't know how to counsel somebody through this without the power yeah. of Jesus and, and truth, because mm -hmm. that's what it boils down to. It turns out there's some great sources of truth um, that we can turn to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the Bible is, is an amazing source of truth. The Holy Spirit is a source mm -hmm. of truth. Mm -hmm. And really trusted counselors in our life can point us to truth as well. And if you've got those fears and you started to identify those, man, take the next step and really work toward finding that truth. I think sitting in that for a moment is important as well. Being able to diagnose what your fears are and not rushing past them and go, okay, here they are. Let's talk about them and then move on. Mm. Man, sitting in them and grieving, mm. going back and saying what mm -hmm. happened, why. You know, you don't have to go that deep, but I personally felt more healing when I sat in it and not because yeah. I tend to want to fix things. Okay, let's mm -hmm. just talk about it. It's all right. We're done. Let's move on. And I think sitting in because I know the Lord wants to grieve with us right. and mm -hmm. get healing around that. I, I love all the different avenues that God provides comfort and healing. So there is the, our personal time with Jesus. And then, you know, we're not called to do this life alone. So we have the discussion groups after, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. our, our group was incredible just because of this, that gave us a lot that it was just almost an appetizer to what was next. And then we have community groups where you can yeah. openly share and that's a good place of belonging. And then that next step of seeking out a counselor and personally, I have, I can believe it almost two years now that I've been seeing a counselor. I, I thought it was only one uh, when we talked last, but um, looking back at um, how much God has used that space to, for healing in my own life has been amazing. And I want to share something that I learned on this control because this was another game changer for me. Um, I cannot control, and then I fill in that blank. So what can I not control? When I identify that, then I can say, but God can, and I'm going to let him. And then what I can't control with God's help is blank. So that little phrase, I cannot control blank, but God can, I'm going to let him. What I can control with God's help is blank. I think that's the difference there with the Galatians yeah. verse on um, yeah. knowing what is our own so that I don't have to go to Taylor and then <laughs> overburden her. Not only does she have to carry her own load, but then, you know, mine as well. I can just go to, go to God, go to a trusted counselor and, and move on. Good. It's really good. I think that that idea of what we can control and understanding is so important, recognizing our fears. I, I know that I tend to have that uh, ability or proclivity to lean towards something that I'm comfortable with. And, you know, the old adage, you know, if you only have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Uh, mm -hmm. So I know I can overstate fear sometimes, but honestly, I, I really do see it in people. Mm -hmm. all, I see it in my kids. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. see that in yeah. your kids now mm -hmm. that you understand that concept more. Taylor, what's it? Counseling, you're, 
you're a long way. You're not. You're not receiving the counseling. You're not counseling him, but you are <laughs> a couple of years now in doing counseling for other people. Do you see this in the people that come in? Yeah, I see it all the time. And a lot of work that we do inside the room is to get down to the bottom of this and identify some of these fears and why, what has led them to be in the driver's seat and how do they take the, the back seat. Um, and I think fear can be both a motivator and push us to do different things. And there's healthy ways that fear acts in us because we want some sort of fear to rise up if we're on the edge of a cliff and tell us, hey, don't fall off of there, back up. Um, But fear also can enslave us and freeze us and paralyze us and take us away um, Mm -hmm. from what God's plans are. Just like you were sharing, Christina, Mm -hmm. about the verse in John 10 of, you know, stealing Mm -hmm. and killing and destroying. Um, Sometimes it can start small but it builds and snowballs with time. Yeah. Good stuff. So you're listening to a podcast with a bunch of broken people, obviously. <laughs> Christina talked about, she and I go into an intensive. Jose talked about yep. his counseling. And, and honestly, if you're taking the next step to listen now, we'd encourage you to keep taking steps. Find, find that counselor that, mm-hmm. and be a good consumer. Take, take your little workbook with you and say, hey, I'm working on this. Identify these. Help me understand them more. Where did they come from? Christina, you said one of the helps, and it was in our marriage, was not just to identify the fear, but to trace it all the way back to where it originated. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it originated in that nine-year-old boy that lost his mom, and yes. you know where you you traced yours back to. And so, man, I love Jose. You said community groups, our discussion groups, and and counseling. Let's let's keep pushing forward yeah. with mm-hmm. getting the help. Well, we can need. I make a point here on that? I think it would be. This is what I wish we would have done. I. Marriage intensive sounds very intimidating and intense, and I get that. (laughs) But I'm—it's such a valuable tool, and I wish Mm -hmm. every couple would do it when they weren't in crisis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when we're in crisis, we're defensive. Mm -hmm. We are—we don't. We're not looking inward. We're always looking at what that person did to offend me. And I just think it would be so powerful. And we didn't do ours. We were actually in crisis, so. I say that a lot. I would love to do one when we weren't in crisis to see, man, if we could get even to the next level. Mm-hmm. Because I think when we're in crisis, we're, we we're, we keep reacting. There's no, there's not very much care and compassion mm-hmm. and response. Mm-hmm. It's just a reaction. So mm-hmm. good. I thought that would be, yeah. And so your point, what would it look like to have wholehearted marriages that then overflow into families Absolutely. and then generations and generations and generations? So good. So good. We we talked about this idea of understanding what we control and fear. The last kind of piece of that cycle on our half of the equation is our is our reactions. And mm-hmm. we kind of use the word coping mechanisms so or good. reactions mm-hmm. interchangeably. Jose, you talked about in the garden those immediate reactions they came up with, the covering up and blaming and hiding. Uh, I'm a hider for sure. I, I'm, I'm a runaway. Uh, Christina's a blamer or a pursuer mm-hmm. to use to use her word. But boy, the power we have as we start to make sense of this to change those reactions into responses mm-hmm. and the difference it can make in the dynamic yeah. of our marriage is incredible. Mm-hmm. I watched Christina learn how to control that pursuit and escalation mm-hmm. and really try to respond differently. Well, I mean, just even last night we had, of course, we were both tired and we had a situation come up and it was one of our kids, actually one of our grown adult kids, push a button, both our mm-hmm. buttons. And 
it was just really cool to see both of us. At first, you could tell something was going on because you can always see the, you know, what's happening. And physiologically, you can feel yourself mm -hmm. getting defensive. But we sat there and we talked through it. And it was, I was feeling not good enough. My job was getting questioned. He was feeling helpless because something was happening. And to sit in that and wait, and you kept saying, okay, listen, this is not we want to do this right. So how can we share your heart and then I'll share mine. And mm -hmm. it was just a really good interaction for us to sit in. It, it happens day, not daily, but, but a lot. The yeah. sit in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's the point. They're responding. We responded differently yes. in that mm -hmm. moment yeah. as opposed to me bailing. Right. I said, mm -hmm. Hey, I'm on the team with you and let's stay here. <laughs> and as opposed to you escalating, you kind of just kept wanting to talk through it. And, and I maybe escalated for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a mild escalation. It was compared a, to, yeah. Well, and that's I got the a Richter scale thing there. Some of it is we're not going to avoid conflict exactly. and we're not going to avoid hardship, but yeah. our ability to repair and our ability to enact that God-given gift of self-control. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. That's what we're aiming for is going for, you know, quicker repair times and self-control kicking in sooner mm -hmm. rather than being days and months out. And man, we have this fracture mm -hmm. that we got to go back to and mm -hmm. fix the right way. When I think it's important, what Jose, you said, how nice it is to sit in a community group and actually share some hard stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you don't feel so alone and isolated mm -hmm. as a couple because sometimes we sit and we're like, man, they have everything going on <laughs> mm -hmm. and together. And then, but really we don't, if we could just, you know, which is hard. I know creating safety in a community group is important, but that's why I feel like they are so valuable. Yeah. So you have some people that yeah. we just did the same thing. I mean, at a marriage intensive, that's, that's exactly. what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Am I allowed to say that? Or is that something that's secret? Okay. No secrets. So, so you good. go and you process with other couples, Correct. right? Mm -hmm. Because it's important to recognize I'm not alone in this yeah. and you're able to give hope to others and Absolutely. others show you, you know, what, what they've done. Um, mentioning the recovery time. That's what we have benefited so much in the last year. We've talked about mm -hmm. this since we first learned about the fear cycle. Mm -hmm. Funny, I don't remember the peace cycle, yeah, <laughs> but, but the fear cycle is, is a tried and true. Um, and it's been paved well in our marriage mm -hmm. and uh, recognizing that these coping mechanisms is normally what we see and Absolutely. then what we focus mm -hmm. in on just changing the behavior. And then we miss out on going to the root stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, for us, it's been really cool to see us move from coping and just focusing on the, you said, you know, he said, mm -hmm. she said type argument, uh, you're wrong, I'm right, to now, man, how are you really feeling? And uh, we're wired similarly, but yeah. differently. I'm the fighter. Yeah. I'm the pursuer. And you and, uh, talked about uh, whatever, restoration time, come back together time, and you know, trying to get better at that as mm -hmm. opposed to it being a few weeks or you yeah. know, a, a week. And then you kind of keep shortening that period mm -hmm. until the, you can resolve things quicker. Like Christina said, we were able to last night. A lot of that has to do with you understanding that your responses do a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, your reactions do a lot of damage. Right. And if you change yeah. that to a response, it really shortens that time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. in the work you've been doing, Jose, what, what reaction <laughs> or coping mechanism would you say 
you've learned to to change and try to create a response instead. Yeah, fix it mode. So yeah. I, I hate feeling helpless like you, Sean, um, but but I, I turn intense, fix it mm -hmm. mode, like here we go, we're gonna figure this out right here, right yeah. now. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. I'm fixing it right <laughs> yeah. now. And when I'm feeling rejected or feeling like a failure and Jose comes in strong with fix it mode, that is not a good combination. No. Um, that can lead to some serious feelings of being insignificant and devalued and going yeah. down that trail. And, and then uh, I feel helpless because here we go I, can't, I can't fix it. And yeah. so then I end up feeling insignificant. You know, I, I don't matter. I, I, so I don't play a significant really role in our life. We really practice um, giving silence. me some time. Well, yes, silence. It's <laughs> one way to say it. Giving me some time to process. And uh, Jose giving himself some time to process and then coming back together to talk about it. Yeah. So one time and I literally went on a run mm -hmm. um, and good. I said, Hey, we're, we're going to, we're going to take a time out. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to go run. And then, you know, we'll, we'll come back. I didn't run away. I came back. Um, well, <laughs> it was mutually agreed upon. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then she had time to process and, and we came back and were able to. But I love that word, internal processor, external processor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's another tool you can learn as married people. How mm -hmm. do you process? Right. Because I'm an external I just want to vomit it all on, and sister. just say it Come on. <laughs> and I'm like, there. let's just get it all out yep. there. And Sean is just in his head. And I, now that I've been with him for so long, I know what he's processing, but I want to hear it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a really valuable tool that we both yeah. realized about each other. Yeah. Really good stuff. All right. Well, we're trying to figure out how to get out of this fear cycle and into that peace cycle. And mm -hmm. they're, they're well-worn paths to get you from one to the other. The self care is a big path to move mm -hmm. you across the healthier you are, the easier it's going to be to get to the peace cycle, the personal responsibility and understanding your truth is a well-worn path, taking responsibility for your responses. And then next week, we're going to talk about how to team up to make that mm -hmm. journey from fear cycle to peace cycle. You guys just gave a great, uh, introduction to that because Absolutely. timeouts is mm -hmm. one of the key mm -hmm. things to do. Like how do you use a timeout well to get from that fear place and re and respond over time in a healthy way, mm -hmm. as opposed to reacting right there in the moment. So teaming up is what we're going to hit next week. It is fun to get to do marriage uh, mm -hmm. with you, babe, uh, 28 mm -hmm. years, almost of that. It's amazing. Now, yeah. And, uh, to get to hang out with, with y'all and, and for everybody that's investing in yeah. the marriage mm -hmm. in this community, we just pray blessings and we pray mm -hmm. the Lord is in the midst of your understanding and you're making sense of these concepts and applying these concepts because he is for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's so good. I just want to say thank you guys for investing in us and mm -hmm. for paving the way. I know it's been game-changing in our marriage, and I know for a fact that it's blessing many, many others. So thank you for thank going you. there. Mm -hmm. Go God. <laughs>